right, welcome back. It's episode three time. That's right. It's our top ten must-dos at Epcot. Epcot is a, is a funny word. What's that stand for? I don't know. Maybe someone could tell me. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. It stands for the Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. That's right. I think Walt had some pretty big plans. I don't think it quite panned out exactly what he originally thought, but... With what I know about Walt Disney is he was always flexible, um, didn't ever think that anything was permanent in the parks. It was always evolving. So yeah. I think he'd be okay with how it turned out. You know what I think is so cool? I I think that um, in the Iron Man movies, when Tony's going and watching some old film from his dad, how it's so cool that Howard kind of is introducing the Epcot concept in the, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But... Uh, you know, the Disney legacy actually made it kind of come to pass. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's one of my favorite parks. I love going there. It's sometimes it's tricky with kids. There's parts that they love and there's parts that I love. <laughs> and so. <laughs> well, Epcot, Epcot's unique amongst all the parks, right? Because there was just a, there was a very different vision and concept for it from the very beginning. Um, I, you know, I don't think it was ever intended to be this thrill attraction park, right? Like this was literally the ability to, to kind of showcase the future. Yeah. Like this is how as a community we could come together. Yeah. And then like to expand that to the whole world, um, is just so unique amongst the Disney parks. Yeah. It's, and it was the second park at Disney world. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Okay. Well, I'm I'm excited for this list because um, this list is it, it's I'm I'm actually excited to see what you've got on the list. I know. Well, I'm excited to see what you got on the list. Did you guys know that we come to these uh, podcasts without sharing our notes? Yep. Yep. No. No note sharing. It that. Uh, I know that would be a surprise. That would right? be very fun. No. Okay, so I think it's my turn to go first because yeah. you went first last time. Yeah. All right. Okay, so mine aren't in any particular order. But my first one is to smell Rome burning in the Spaceship oh my Earth. Goodness. I knew Spaceship Earth was going to make your list. It made my list. I, 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 I mean, it's old and it's kind of a clunky ride compared to other things, but I just love it. It's long. There's music. There's a story. I love history. And with every good Disney ride they give you all the senses. I mean, yeah. I guess there's no taste, but every other sense, and this one includes smell. So Well, and uh, Dame Judy Dench I know. is your narrator. Right. Which um, I think she has the most perfect English voice. Right, yes. I know lots of people disagree, but... <laughs> um, I, I knew that was going to make your list. Um, I like Spaceship Earth, too, but for different reasons. Because... As I've mentioned in previous ones, did it make your list? It did not make my okay, list, but right. but I like it. Um, it's unique because it's an opportunity for me to take a little nap. Oh my goodness, Randy! <laughs> now look, <laughs> you definitely gotta like, you definitely gotta experience it, you know. But usually, by the time we get to Epcot, it, it's usually not our first park. Usually, when we go, it's kind of in the middle. I'm kind of feeling it or something. It's not usually the first thing we do at the park and I'm tired and you get in there and Dame Judy, she's talking to you about the history of the earth and it's dark 
Yeah. And you but get it through uphill and downhill. But it progressively gets lighter, and that's the whole point of the ride, is it that does. as it gets brighter, we're able to communicate better and yeah. create this Spaceship Earth. I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with Spaceship Earth, though, right? So this is this is a project that's on the list. Yeah, it kind of got pushed to the bottom. It's been really pushed yeah. to the side of the bottom. We don't know what's going to happen at this point, but I know that there is desire to update, refresh it, do some different stuff. But I'll tell you what I'm actually most excited to see is what they're going to do when you come out of Spaceship Earth, right? So I remember mm, as a kid when yeah. I went, that was actually one of the coolest things State I did. State of the art, yeah. It was so cool because you came out, there was there was things to interact with and do, like there was technology. It reminds me, you know, when we moved here to Houston originally and we had really little kids, we got a, one a kid. season pass. We had one kid, but then <laughs> later we had two yeah. and then more. But, you know, we had season passes to um, Space Center Houston. Yeah, for NASA. And what was cool about that was there was stuff for the kids to do. There was a playground, but there were these interactive things, too. Yeah. And that's that's what they had at the exit of Spaceship Earth, too. Yeah. They still have it, actually. Yeah. A lot of it seems like it's broken because it's old. Yeah, um, it, it does seem definitely outdated, but it's it just... smells a little funny in there. <laughs> But the smells are part of the the experience. Yeah. But no, you gotta you gotta go and you gotta smell Rome burning and, um, yeah, that's that's my first one. That's cool. So my first one um, is also a ride within an attraction, and it is in the Mexico Pavilion. Oh, of course. So the 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 one I kick off with here is the Three Caballeros, um, which. I don't know why, but it actually, it just might be my favorite ride there. And there's, <laughs> the reason why is I just feel so happy when I ride that, when I ride it. Mm. You get to go through, you're on your little boat. Um, of course, you go through where people are eating. You know, I've got an affinity for rides yes. where people yes. are eating. And um, the song will just be with you for forever. See, I just, they do I integrate eating. They integrate all five taste buds. Now, or here's, taste, here's the interesting thing. People, senses. People may not realize this, right? But the ride itself is based off of Disney's 1944 film, The Three Caballeros. Right. And that debuted actually in Mexico City in 1944. And so it's, it's fitting that it's that there. Up? I did look that up. <laughs> Um, We're not doing research, but I guess we did do some research. For look, this. I am a font of knowledge. Okay, <laughs> but um, it that was just really cool to me. It's been around that long, and there's just lasting power to it. I love it. I love the song. I love the interactions. I think they've done a pretty good job of trying to keep it modern and up to date as possible. Um, so three caballeros, and of course, to get there, you get to go inside of a pyramid. So well, and it seems like it's nighttime. I love yeah. that part of Mexico. Is yeah. that it's nighttime in there? Yep, inside. And, and there's like the street market feel. Yep, that's a good one. Okay. Um, all right, my next one is actually very close to this pavilion you talked about. This is in Norway. Oh my goodness gracious! And it is. Sing Let It Go with Elsa in Surround Sound. Okay. I mean, I'm not a huge... I don't know sound like you and speakers, but when you're in that part, it just seems like you're in a, like a little hall, music hall. Yeah. It's just you in that boat, and Elsa's right there, and she's singing Let It Go, and yeah. you just have to sing along with her. I think it's like American, un-American if you don't. 
uh, or un-Norwegian. Well, or... but we're in America, but we're not, I guess. Yeah. Or Arendellian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so here's bonus really... points for remembering the name of the city, Arendelle. Well, speak, speaking of bonus points, right, this actually was the next item on my list, too. That, that oh. ride. Um, I love that ride. Um, it's just so... It was just done so well. Again, it's another one that just kind of makes you happy to be there. And they tell the story. The animatronics are off the chain. I just, they do such a good job with kind of the way the animatronics and everything kind of flows together. Um, there's always surprises. Like, it just seems like every time you have kind of that drop, oh, you're like, oh my yes. gosh, wow, like that happened. Um, I like it. It's, it's a favorite. Um, I have rope dropped. Carrying Let's a child, hear the story. Carrying a child. We, we rope dropped once, remember? And I carried a child, ran all the way over this. We get in line. Because back in the day, like, it was impossible to get a fast pass for it. The way the old fast pass yes, system was. Yes. And the teeters, you had to pick like, one or the other. You had to pick. Yeah. And that was one you usually didn't get to pick. And so it's like, well, we just we'll run there. And I did it. Right, yeah. Fourth in line. It was cool. Well, and the cool other part I like is the queue. You get to um, meet the guy at the spa. Yes. <laughs> Look, that's actually probably my favorite part, right? You know, <laughs> that's what I thought you were going to say when you talked about this ride. <laughs> it's just the whole thing. There is a great experience, and you're you're in the village. It feels like you're in Arendelle, and then yeah. you go through the attraction. You you recognize the the parts from the movie. It's awesome. Well, and just a tip that Randy and I have used: if you like the fireworks and the show there. Back in the day, we, we just thought they were so-so, so we would always yeah. get in line at like 8.58, <laughs> yep. two minutes before the park closed. That way, we didn't have... The part. The cool part about doing that is you don't have the interference of the people in the lightning lane or back then the fast pass right, lane. Right. And so it you did go through that line a lot faster. By the way, that's a pro tip You know, for any ride that you want to do. If you haven't been able to or you want to do it again, just go get in line like five minutes before the park closes. Once you're in that line, yeah. you're going to make it through. They're going to let right. you ride. Yeah. Um, but after after the, the closing hour comes, yep. they will not let they you back let in. You in. So. And well, the line will be short. Yeah. Well, and the cool part I like about doing that too is that the park's emptied out by the time you get off the ride. And so you have like this cool yeah. nighttime A little surreal. experience walking out. Um. <clears throat> So is it my turn or your turn now? I don't know. I mean, we both kind of share. Oh yeah, it. I bet you better go. Um, <clears throat> so the next one on my list is I, you're gonna like it. I bet it's on your list. Maybe not, but I bet it is. But impressions de France. <gasps> I forgot to put that one on oh, there. Gosh, I can't believe that. Okay, impressions de France. This is not this is not your typical kind of attraction, right? It's a movie. Um, so I looked some of this up too. This is actually cool. So Impressions de France um, debuted in 1982. <gasps> that it, was the year I was born. It holds the Guinness uh, World Record for most consecutive showings of the same movie in the same theater. Wow. It is. It has been shown every single day um, since 1982. And um, I, now... I kind of wonder how, if that happened, like when the park shut down, the pandemic. Did like someone keep rolling the film every day to make sure they didn't lose it? That would be cool. that would be. I don't know the statistic. Yeah. Here's what I love about it. One, I love the music. I love I love the French classical composers. You know, some of my favorites are are Debussy and um, Sasson and and those guys. I I just 
I just like being there. And it's different. There in Epcot there are different circle vision theaters, right? Yeah. There's one in China, one in, in Canada. But Impressions is not one. It's five screens that are so big that the edges just barely get to your peripheral vision yeah. so you can see the whole thing. Yeah. So it's so immersive and cool. The film's really old, obviously, 1982. They have not updated it. Yeah. I don't think there's any intention to update it because you'd lose your world record, right? <laughs> but um, it's all, I just think you should do it. Great sound. Yeah. I mean, the music is amazing. And I think part of the reason that I love it is because you knew the music. And when I was sitting by you, I could tell that you were just in it and I was yeah. like I love him and I love this music <laughs> and this is so powerful so it's still one of my favorite things to do we'll do it in the car sometimes but you know yeah. I'll get uh, Sanchez organ concerto and we'll that last movement <laughs> crank it up as loud as we can feel the bass it's one of my favorites oh good I can't believe I forgot that one Okay, well, this one is close to where we're just at. Well, it's actually two places. I feel like I'm cheating this list, but mm. I just could, I had to lump them together. So you have to eat in Germany and France. Like to me, those are must do's when I go to Epcot. And if you don't want to eat that much, if you want to be more restrained, you at least smell the caramel. Mm. In Germany. Mm -hmm. Is it Carmel Kuka? Yeah, Carmel Kuka. Kuka. See, I, I knew I wasn't going to be able to say it right. I didn't take German. Um, the, but it just smells incredible. Like, you just have to at least walk into that shop and smell the caramel. And then the caramel popcorn, I can take it or leave it. Sometimes it gets stuck in my teeth, and sometimes it seems fresher, and it I enjoy eating it more. It does kind of you know, mess yeah. up the roof of your mouth. But I love just, and then we like to get the caramel. Just a caramel square. Yeah, a caramel square. Or remember the... Or the salted caramel one. Is or the like one with the really roll, good. with the cream. Oh my gosh. I haven't seen so that good. one in a while. But, so that, to me, if you don't eat it, at least smell it. Fun fact, it's Werther's caramel. Right. right? So, I, you know... I don't know if you grew up having a grandpa that used to keep Werther's <laughs> in his pocket, you know, um, or a grandma, but, yeah. uh, you know, that's, that's German caramels and, you know, that's who sponsors the yeah. caramel kuka. Well, and it's not usually on like a, if you're looking for a restaurant or places to eat, it's no, yeah. not found. And so it's a little hidden, but then it's, it's if almost you... like a pastry shop kind of a yeah. thing, right? But if you walk by it, you can't mistake you can't miss the, the smell. smell and you're mm -hmm. like, I got to go find that. So that's, that's, and then my other in that, in that grouping was to eat in France, mm. to have a French pastry, yeah. a croissant. I mean, yeah. I, sometimes I try to like break the mold and do something cause there's so many pretty ones, but like, it's just the croissant. Like it's amazing. One of the best places I think to eat in all of Epcot for a quick service, yeah. especially, is going back there into the back of France, yeah. and and you walk in, and they and the line actually, you know, splits into two, yeah. into two on either side. It's the same stuff on either side, so you're not missing out, right? Yeah. But you've got savory stuff, you've got sweet stuff. Right. Um, the only downside of the place, almost never anywhere to sit. Like yeah, and don't really use the limited. bathrooms there; they're tiny. There's yeah. other better bathrooms. Um, but uh, that's great. So you're going to love this because uh, like we're totally in sync today. The next thing on my list is eat. <laughs> it's eat. And the first one I put on there, um, actually not France, but close Italy, right? Oh, I love yes. to go to Vianopoli. Tell I, them your history with Italy, that you've I, actually been to Italy. I, well, you know, um, 
I, I served a I served a church mission in Italy for two years. Um, my family is Italian. Yeah. Um, grew up with with some. You know, I'm only a third generation American. Um, that's how close we are, right? Um, and so as he's talking with his hands right now, as I'm now, talking with my hands, <laughs> you, you guys know, can't see that. Um, if you're not watching video. You, yeah. you can't see it, but I can't not talk with my hands. Um, I love Vianopoli. Now I've never actually been to Napoli. That wasn't part of, of the mission area where I served. Um, but it's the concept of it, right? It's a pizzeria. Um, it, it, during normal times, and this is this is just one of the cool things about Epcot. During normal times, so not a pandemic time, like most of the cast members in the World Showcase mm -hmm. are from those countries, yeah. right? And I remember the first time we ate at Vianopoli, it was so cool. It was all Italians working there, like mm -hmm. all Italians, and it was a chance for me to speak to, you know, my people <laughs> in our language, and they were shocked when it happens. And of course, I I don't hardly get to do it because there's nobody here in Texas that speaks Italian. But um, it's so cool. And the pizza is really, really good. I mean, it's as close, I think, yeah. to real Italian pizza as you'll get. And importantly, in the restaurant, you have to go look at the pizza ovens. Oh, yeah. Okay. The three pizza ovens are carved. Etna, Vesuvius. Etna, Vesuvius, and Stromboli. Stromboli. Stromboli, people always just think, wait, is that another Italian dish? It is, but it's actually named after a volcano. Those are the three Italian, the biggest three Italian volcanoes. Mm. There's more than three. Um, but they're just so cool and they're carved into faces. And of course, the other one I had in there is you got to go get some caramel in Germany too. Yes, so yes. eat. Definitely you got to eat. I took our oldest son to Disney for his 15th birthday. And um, that was where he wanted to eat for yeah. his birthday dinner was in Napoli, via Napoli. So we went and got some pizza. Okay. So, so many memories, so many good memories there. It's a beautiful, great restaurant. Yeah. And then, of course, the caramel. I mean, it, they're like hand in hand. You have to go. I didn't bring. I didn't put this on my list, but you got to eat the pizza. Then you got to go hang out at the trains. Yeah, that's right. Our kids love the the trains in Germany and get the caramel. You get the caramel and eat your caramels while the. Kids and then, are... typically, if we're if we're with our own children, we have to go to test track again at least a few more times. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the routine. Yeah. Okay, my turn, right? It's your turn. Okay. Well, I kind of just gave it away. So you have to put your hands in the air when you're doing test track. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I could take or leave the beginning part. I love it that my kids love to design the car and, and make it the fastest and the most inefficient. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they, not, they're not green cars. They are building. not green cars. <laughs> um, and then, you know, the the line isn't. It's kind of a cool line to be in, but to actually get on the ride and do the tests, and then at the end, the speed test, yeah. performance. Is it the performance, performance test? Yeah. I just love it. I can't not like put my hands in the air and just yell, yell. I'm like, go, go, go. Yeah. You know, like I just, it's a great one. And I love even waiting outside of that attraction and hearing the cards like, yeah. boom, like yep. go around. Colin can make a better sound yeah. effect there, but yeah. <laughs> Um, so I don't know. Sorry, listeners. I feel like we're ripping you off. Test track was number one on my oh. list too. Um, <laughs> I have one more though. Well, I got, I got a bonus point okay. too. All so. right. All right. Seriously, we did not prepare together. Maybe we should. Maybe this is a lesson that's like, hey, if we want to get variety, you should look at the list. But I, look, I love Test Track because from start to finish, the beginning of that queue to the very end, it's 
immersive yeah in in automotive right I, and i'm a i'm a car guy like i have loved cars ever since i was born like no joke i came out of the womb and i'm like let's go fast um <laughs> you know my yeah father, on our first date i was like yeah he does drive fast <laughs> um i just i love i love cars i always have and so just the idea of kind of being immersed in it and surrounded by it to build your own car and look the car you build doesn't change the actual ride okay very much to our children's dismay when they <laughs> when they recognize that it's it's the same ride every single time well they, they in their mind they're building this car yeah. and then when they get on the car and the ride comes up they're like this isn't a red sports car that yeah. i just built that's right but but you know it's okay you know they, they do some other stuff but when you finish the actual ride which is awesome 67 miles an hour it's like 67.8 or something right is how fast it gets mm -hmm. it gets going it shows it up on the yeah. on the screen yeah. so you'll see um Currently, it's the fastest ride in all of the Disney, Disney parks. parks. Yeah, soon to be replaced by Guardians, the Guardians attraction yeah. that's under construction right now. But um, I just I think it's so cool. And then when you get out, you think you're done, but you're not done. You get out, and you basically get to go into a to a a, a Chevy showcase room, right? Because Chevy, General Motors, and mm -hmm. particularly Chevrolet is the one who sponsors, sponsors Test Track. Yeah. Always have, and they've got cars there. And like, it's like going to the auto show. You get to look at their current cars, see them, see how ridiculously priced they are. <laughs> You're like, this is how much? And this is all I get. <laughs> you can take pictures with them. Like they've actually got photo stations. That's cool. But then that's not done. You keep going. And now the cars that you built, this is what's so cool about building those cars. It's, it wasn't a complete waste. Yeah. They have video games in multiple yes. little simulation areas. Yeah. And you get to scan your magic band and pull up the car you built. And it'll actually put it on a video game board. And you get to drive around like, like the old yeah. uh, Nintendo RC game, right? Like it, it's just so cool. And I just love that, you know, the kids want to stick around. They just want to keep going. They got a steering wheel. They're yeah. doing their thing. Yeah. They're like, man, this is this is the life. And for a car guy, warms my heart to see my son also <laughs> gravitate towards cars. By the way, pro tip, it's the best place in all of Epcot to be when the weather sucks. If Unless you're trying to be rain, on. Oh, well, if it's you can't do the rain, rain but yeah. You don't have to go outside because there's stuff to do inside while you wait yes. for the rain to pass. And our kids are able to like get out and play. And, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I I love that you love that they want to stay after and play. But in yeah. my mind, I'm like, well, I want to go to the next thing too. I am like, no, I'm like, oh, France is so far away. But I really <laughs> want a pastry right now. <laughs> okay, well, I've got one more on my list, um, and it's pretty simple, but it's get immersed, almost to the point where you get lost in a country, back mm. in World Showcase. Mm. So. Italy, it's harder to get lost. I mean, I, I, I use that loosely, but like it's it's pretty open. It's supposed to be that open yeah, pavilion plaza, plaza thing. Um, or in Italian, we call it a piazza. Piazza, yes. But if you go to like Morocco, like you could kind of get, get lost, lost. I've back there. I've gotten lost in Morocco. I'm like, wait a second, where am I? And it's designed, like the Imagineers thought through of what Morocco is like, you know, yeah. a small version of what it's like. Um, and then Canada, remember we had never oh, really yeah. explored Canada. I keep walking Canada. Next thing you know, like there's waterfalls and <laughs> like a cave back there. And anyway, I, 
I remember when I went to Disney World as a teenager, and I just remember thinking, oh my goodness, like, I kind of fell in love with traveling, even though, like, obviously I wasn't actually traveling to those countries, but it just helped me immerse in all of the the sights and the sounds and the smells and the tastes of those countries. And, you know, obviously it's, it's done in a way, obviously, obviously. that's our word yeah. <laughs> this week. <laughs> obviously it's done in a way where it's, you know, obviously you're in Cali or Florida, but I, I can get, I can find myself getting lost there. Um, and back in the UK, I love that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've even got they've even got a red phone booth, you know, yes. in the UK. <laughs> I, and I look, Epcot is the park that is undergoing the biggest transformation right now. I mm -hmm. mean, there's there's some things being built in other places, right? You got Tron going in at Magic Kingdom, um, but Epcot like is literally undergoing a transformation. There's a lot of things being built. Some things that have just come on board. Um, People may be wondering, like, Ratatouille didn't make your ribs? No, it didn't, because we haven't ridden it yet. No, we were so um, close we were, last we were time there. we were there. They were doing pass holder previews, but... We didn't actually have a reservation. We didn't, we didn't get the reservation for it, and when I tried to call the number, the wait was like six hours <laughs> on the phone. So um, it might make the list in the future. I think it's, it's probably going to be awesome. But just in general, like, over the next few years, we're going to see major transformation of this park. Yeah. Where I think it's going to go from being some people's least favorite park to maybe some of their their favorite part. Yeah. They've got great thrill attractions coming in. They're redoing so many of the older places, like even Club Cool, right? Remember mm. how gross that kind of used to be? You walk in and you're just sticky everywhere you went. <laughs> we went to the new Club Cool, and it's done in a really smart way that, that makes a lot of sense and is, I think, easier to navigate. So Some of the sodas are still nasty, but... Yeah, don't drink the Chinese one. Like, you're going <laughs> to... I'm just telling just you... Just smell it and you'll... That'll be enough if, to tell you... It tastes just like it smells and that's Maybe not Maybe worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I have an extra one too. All right, let's get your bonus. Because I want to give them the people. They need 10. We told them 10. Yeah, okay. Well, the bonus, this is a little bit the opposite. This is something not to do. Oh. If you suffer from from any degree of motion sickness, oh, do, not, <laughs> do not ride Mission Space, especially don't ride the orange one. I promise you, you'll regret it if you have any motion sickness. I have ridden roller coasters for years, and every single one of them says, if you have motion sickness, don't get on it. I do. Like I, I get motion sick really bad on, on some things. And so I don't believe them. It's like the boy that cried wolf, the theme park that cried don't get sick, right? Because All those they lawyers say it on, keep They say it on you. every single ride. Yeah. Mission Space. Um, it was a few years ago, but I went with, with our oldest two boys. It was we, 2015, so that was it like was a seven few years, years ago. ago. <laughs> and we got in the orange line. That's the more intense one. Because it was a shorter line. Because it was super short. That should have been clue one. <laughs> clue two, they continued to repeat it. It wasn't just posted with signs, but audio messages over and over and over again. If you suffer from motion sickness, do not get on this ride. And I'm telling you what, they weren't joking. And my last clue should have been the second I got in the cockpit <laughs> and I strapped in and looked down and I saw one of those airplane doggy bags for folks that have to throw up. It should have told me, oh my gosh, like, what did I do? <laughs> and I'm not joking. I threw up. <laughs> I did. I had to use the doggy bag. I, I, I couldn't, couldn't handle it. I don't remember exactly the numbers. I didn't look this up, but you go under like five G's of pressure, right? Like it's a motion simulator yeah. and they are spinning you so hard and so fast. 
So that's my thing. If you have motion sickness, don't do it. And I would say probably be leery of the green. The green's not too bad. I've done that one. Yeah. I didn't get sick. It did make me feel a little woozy. It's um, pretty claustrophobic in there. But you're yeah. you're in tight, tight quarters. Yeah. You're strapped in. You can't move. On that orange one, <laughs> heaven help you. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes our children get experiences from things that you know that affect them and that that affected them greatly and they'll never forget that yeah. their dad threw up on yep. mission will, space they will not forget that i don't think they've gone on it since though maybe nope. maybe once i don't know uh, well we did ride it green once oh, okay um i think i took him it's a cool looking like the like the area in front of it's cool and now like, there's that, the, that the new restaurant the concept is amazing yeah like you are they're literally simulating you as if you're going to space and you're looking through the viewer at the end and a lot of my motion sickness is is ocular Visual, right yeah and so i'm looking in this 3d 3d you know viewfinder i'm seeing the stars in space while this motion simulator is spinning us like and my stomach said uh-uh <laughs> homie don't play that game <laughs> Oh, so now we always, you know, we, we learned a lesson now every time. Did you pack your ginger pills or yep. did you pack your Dramamine or yep. whatever? That's right. All right. Well, that'll that's going to wrap us up for today. But, you know, I think just the biggest takeaway is people sometimes when they have to pick a park, sometimes they're like, well, don't go to Epcot for X, Y, and Z. I think for us... We go to Epcot. Yeah. We love it. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot there that we love. And it's going to, like Randy says, over the years, it's going to even be cooler. And if nothing else, right, you know, take advantage of park hopping, right? Maybe you don't spend a whole day at Epcot, but after 2 o'clock, it's a park that you can hop yeah. over to yeah. and, and you can do something. Or look, you know, make a dining reservation there. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. That's a great, I mean, there's so much, so much good food. The really good food, you definitely have to get reservations in advance for. Um, but yeah, check it out. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for tuning in to Whistle While You Work. You guys have a great one. Bye. Bye.